Whether you're a sports fan or you run a business, you got to have something to wear. Why not get it branded? Why not represent your favorite sports teams, your favorite high school, your favorite college, your favorite pro team? Why not represent your business when you're out and about your respective communities? Anode Designs can help you out. Anode Designs, our great friend Blake Hempstead, contributor at Skyline Sports. He's the man in charge there at Anode, and they can get you hooked up with everything from Anaconda Copperhead gear to any and every sort of branded gear for your business. Find out more, visit anodesigns.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Anode Designs is located at 421 East Park Avenue in Anaconda. You can find them on Facebook or you can give them a call 406-563-0121. Where we get all our gear from Skyline Sports, Anode Designs in Anaconda. Well, episode number two, Vandals Weekly, back for another week here on the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Appreciate everybody at the University of Idaho for giving us some time each week. We'll be joined by Jason Eck, the head coach of the Idaho Vandals Weekly, and uh, more often than not, a player as well. Coach, thanks for taking some time, man. First of all, uh, just take us through it. Just broad thoughts about your 42-17 win over Lamar last weekend. Well, you know, I think there was a lot of good things about it. You know, really liked how we started the game. You know, we, we, we went right down on offense, had a long drive to score a touchdown. Hayden Hatton uh, was awesome on the first drive, and then our defense got a three and out, and then we went right back and scored again on offense uh, again. So, uh, control the first half, you know, we're up 28 nothing going into uh, halftime, and then, you know, I thought we you know, responded good early in the third quarter. I uh, you know, going up uh, 35 nothing, and then it was 42-3. to uh, You know, got a little sloppy at the end, but I think that those were still valuable reps. You know, we played, uh, we, we traveled 68 guys, and we played 63 of them. So getting all those guys in the field, I think, was a great experience. And, you know, our young players will have a lot to learn from that game. Hayden Hatton's such a fascinating case study to me because you see guys that, that reach this, this great level like he did last year, and then they get so much extra attention from defenses, and sometimes it's hard to start fast. But he started plenty fast, caught a couple touchdowns, and threw one as well. So, uh, I mean, how does how has he done that? How, how has he been able to draw so much attention and still be, I mean, basically unguardable for your offense? Well, I think a couple things. One, uh, you know, I think we have a lot of weapons, which helps us out. You know, his first touchdown was uh, an RPO where, you know, our running back is very good. And, you know, they were kind of stacking the box against – we had 13 personnel in the game, only one uh, – you know, one receiver in the game, and I think in those situations it's tough. I mean, if you're going to devote two guys to coverage, you're, you're light against the box to stop the run, uh, and we got a one-on-one opportunity, and then, uh, you know, his other touchdown, he was, you know, not the first option, he was probably the third option on the progression, and uh, it was a good job by uh, Giovanni, you know, getting through to that. So he's got a versatile route tree, you know, it's not, the, you know, he's not just a deep ball guy, he's not just a... Uh, you know, a, a short route hitch and bubble screen guy. He can do a lot of different routes, which I think makes him a challenge. Uh, you know, I think we have a, pretty, a fairly balanced offense, even though he's obviously a great player. I know I asked you about Giovanni McCoy and Hayden Hatton and Jermaine Jackson last week, but how about your running back? I mean, Anthony Woods off to a great start again. I think that 93-yard run I read in uh, Jarek Wolcott's notes, I think the second longest in Idaho history, so <laughs> pretty darn good to, to be in the company of something that's uh, almost 100 years old in terms of the school record. So uh, what would you think of his opening performance? And uh, like you said, I mean, he's such an essential part of your offense. 
he was awesome. I mean, I, I think he's a great player. I think he's worked hard this offseason. He's, you know, he's added some weight. You know, he's, he's focused on getting better in the passing game, both receiving and protection. I, you know, I think not only is he our best runner, he's our best uh, protector in the backfield as well. So, you know, he's a complete player. He's dynamic. Uh, we got to improve our blocking in the run game. You know, even on his, his long run, we didn't block up that play very well. Uh, and it's everybody. It's the old line. It's the tight ends. It's the receivers in the run game. I think that's something we got to improve because uh, you know, we certainly know uh, you know running the ball in this conference is going to be you know very key to you know to beat the best teams. Jason Eck joining us, Vandals Weekly here on the Big Sky Breakdown. He's the head coach of Idaho. They're coming off a 42-17 win over Lamar. And coach, there's so much talk at the NFL level about Thursday night football. People not necessarily liking it, but when it's your opening game, you guys got to have a, a normal fall camp that has started a little earlier, and then now you got an extra couple days to, to get prepped up for this game against Nevada. So, what did you think about just opening up on Thursday night? I, I personally love having your opener on Thursday. You know, I'm not I'm not crazy. I've coached a few games in my career where you play Saturday after playing the following Thursday. I think that's a challenging uh, timeline to get ready for. But when it's the first game, you know, you move up everything. Your your schedule's just uh, you treat that Thursday like a Saturday. And you still have a full preparation. So I thought it was great. Uh, it gave us a couple extra days to get healed up. Uh, we came out of the game pretty healthy, no major injuries, and then uh, you know, it gave us a chance to recruit on Friday. You know, that was a big thing with our recruiting. We I think we saw about 12 high school games over the weekend for, to evaluate kids. And then, uh, you know, it just gave us a little bit of a head start, uh, you know, on, uh, on game plan and everything. So I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that could be more just against Nevada having a few more days where they, they played Saturday versus USC. Lamar in Beaumont, Texas. So obviously recruiting Texas, um, a good thing if you're a college football program because there's so much talent there. Are those new inroads for you guys? And, and either way, I mean, why do you think it's important to recruit the Lone Star State? You know what? It's not a major, uh, a major emphasis for us, but it you know, worked out. You know, when we have. You know, guys who have interest in us and come to our campus, uh, you know, on their own. I think we'll recruit kids from anywhere, and uh, so we had some guys who had shown interest and had come up to our campus before. So to get a chance to see those guys, uh, it was good. Yeah, there's some travel uh, difficulties, but you know, we had a couple. Uh, we have a couple Texas kids in the roster right now. One of them, Jay Cox, got a touchdown last week, so that was neat for him. Uh, kid with the high school in Texas to catch a touchdown there. But uh, I think it's a place you dabble in. Obviously, it's a very well-coached football down there. and A ton of good players come out of the state of Texas. You guys have so many road games on your schedule this year. That was the first of seven. What would you think of just the, the ins and outs of the road trip? How would you think your team traveled? And, and uh, how good is that for experience-wise for you guys to just kind of learn how to go on the road early on? Yeah, I think our team likes to play on the road. I think they really do. I think they uh, embrace it. You know, it's kind of the you know us against everybody mentality. You know, it's uh, the guys get to spend more time with each other because you're staying in the hotel versus you know staying in uh, your own apartment when you're in the dorm when you're at home. Um, you know, I think it was big too because you know, that was really the game we traded out the Division Two game for, and. Uh, you know, I, I thought it, yeah, that was kind of uh, something I pushed for with our administration. Is let's get out of the D2 business and make sure we have a game where we can get a Division One plan. And in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, well, that'll be a real shitty plan if uh, you lose that game. And then, yeah, you don't get the Division One win. So uh, happy to get a Division One win. You know, those those games are tough. You know, any Division One game on the road is uh, tough to get. So I think it was great to put us in this one and zero position, especially now as we take on. Uh, two FBS teams, you know, the FCS didn't do too great against FBS last week. I think they were 0-42, so uh, yeah, we got a, a challenge in front of us, but uh, you know, we'll be excited and we'll be fired up to go play down there. 
Well, so much talk about your offense all offseason and when we talked last week, too. But I want to ask you about uh, the defensive side of the ball, particularly Tylen Coleman. I thought he had a nice uh, game. He had a sack. I think he was a part of a turnover as well. Uh, senior guy, I know you brought in out of the junior college ranks. So uh, what have you thought of the way he's progressed? And uh, what did you think of his performance last week? Yeah, you know, he, he did a great job. He's actually a D2 transfer. You know, he was at, uh, I believe, Eastern New Mexico. Oh, that's right. I always West forget Western, that's Western. not a JC. That's right. No, West, Western New Mexico. I got that wrong. But uh, uh, he's done a good job. Uh, he, he's playing a lot in our nickel packages. Uh, you know, we like to get our best you know, pass rushers in the field. And then Keyshawn James Newby, who's a uh, you know, Montana Tech transfer, played mm-hmm. very well for off the edge and he started a defensive end and he had some really nice rushes uh, in there so I was really happy with how our D-line played you know, I, you know we had a lot of uh, uh, new faces there you know we had three new starters you know a lot of new guys overall that played but uh, you know Malachi Williams was solid Amari Notice who was a backup last but is playing a lot now I thought he played the best of all of our D-tackles uh our big nose card, Jakari, was solid. Dallas Afalava, who's a true freshman uh, from out in uh, Rainier Beach, he was teammates with that uh, that good back, the Montana State. Scott Trey Humphrey, yeah, sure. They were both teammates. I think those guys ended up being both great players in the big sky uh, out of the same high school. So uh, really happy with how our, our uh, you know, people had questions about that, but was really happy with how our uh, D-line played. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Jason Deck joining us here on Vandals Weekly here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Uh, let's talk about this upcoming matchup then, Coach. Uh, the Wolfpack d- uh, cer- certainly struggled uh, in recent uh, weeks and uh, over the last year or so. I think they've lost 11 straight now after losing at USC, but uh, certainly can't ever take a, a Mountain West opponent lightly. So uh, your initial impressions on your matchup against Nevada? Well, I think they'll be they'll be challenged to you know to play us. I think this is probably a game that they're going to try to you know circle the wagons and get right. And uh, you know, it's a little tricky to judge them last week. I mean, you're playing USC, probably one of the top five teams in the country, the you know returning Heisman Trophy winner. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think there's no no shame in getting beat soundly by uh, you know a team like that. So uh, you know, they got a ton of power five transfers on their roster uh, I think their receiving core really impresses me you know, that, that's kind of how they scored on USC was getting long pass plays I think we got to be great not giving up those long pass plays I think their running back was an Oregon transfer ran really hard uh, you know I think the line of scrimmage they're big you know they're, they're bigger than us in the line of scrimmage they're, they're pretty stout there you know their, their D-line I thought you know, got some pressure on USC so uh you know, it's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to uh, bring our A game and play really well uh, to have an opportunity to, to win the game. Well, should be fun. Idaho at Nevada, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time there uh, in Reno. Jason Eck, the head coach of the Idaho Vandals, joining us like you will each week here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Coach Eck, appreciate the time, man, and the best of luck this weekend. 
Do you want your sports news, commentary, and features from a corporate publication? Would you like to hear it from local experts who have lived in your community their entire lives? At Skyline Sports, Coulter and Brooks Nuanas bring more than two decades of experience to give you old-school journalism with a new-age presentation at SkylineSportsMT.com. The Nuanas brothers provide knowledge from a family who lives Big Sky Conference athletics every day. For $8 a month or 90 bucks a year, get access to comprehensive college grizz and bobcat coverage at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports. Every day, every season. Our Vandals weekly update continues here on the Big Sky Breakdown. We're joined now by Idaho sophomore running back Anthony Woods. He had a great debut against Lamar. 130-plus yards rushing, scored a 93-yard touchdown, and the Vandals rolled to a 42-17 win. Anthony, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing you. Good, man. First of all, just tell us your uh, general impressions of uh, the offensive performance. Uh, you guys got out to such a quick start. Was that a high priority going into that game? Yeah, I mean it was uh, it was expected. I mean we 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 got we had, we got everybody back basically from last year, but the line. I mean, yeah. You guys have such high expectations offensively, right? So how how do you sort of go about fulfilling those? How do you go about embracing those? By everybody doing their job to the fullest, straining. Yeah, I mean it seems like. You guys all complement each other so well. I mean, how, how much do you think having a great quarterback, having the great receivers you guys do, how much does that help you? How much does that help open things up for you? It help a lot because, like, defense can't even – they can't key on just stopping the run or they can't key on just stopping the pass. They got to key on everything. Like, they got to they gotta be ready to stop the run in the pass. Just as a team – what have you guys thought of this last couple of years? I mean, you had such a great freshman year a year ago. You guys got to the playoffs, and I know that that was sort of a surprise on a national level, but it seems like you guys have a sense of belief there within the program, and now here you are expected to be really, really good. So uh, how does your mentality change when it sort of goes from the underdog to now being a team that's in the top ten and expected to be one of the best teams in the country? Uh, it changed. I mean, I'll say that we 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 just put the work in and – Focus on ourselves, make sure we get better. And then, you know, I say we focus on trying to win every, uh, take every game one by one and try to make it to the championship. But, yeah, win every game one by one. Don't take no opponents lightly. Your, your 93 yard run, I think, is the second longest in the history of the University of Idaho and, and the longest since 1930. So take us through it. I mean, what did you see? I mean, I was, I mean, when I got the ball, I was thinking like, just get out of the end zone. I mean, I made a miss, and then I seen. Well, I mean, when I was running, I seen like a whole bunch of green grass. So I'm like, just cut back and run. <laughs> Had to feel feel pretty good. Were you tired afterwards? How'd you feel after you scored? Yeah, I say I, I. I mean, yeah, I was tired, but I could have stayed in. <laughs> totally. You gotta love it. Anthony Woods joining us here on Vandals Weekly here on the Big Sky Breakdown. He's a sophomore running back for the University of Idaho. Uh, tell us about your your path to the University of Idaho. You're from Palmdale, California. I'm actually road tripping right now, and uh, I'm gonna get dropped off in St. George. But then the the other people are gonna head on over to Palmdale. They got family there, so uh, close connection there. But I mean, how, how'd you make your way from Palmdale to Moscow? Well, what led you to the University of Idaho? What led me to Idaho was. Uh... I mean, I, I was talking to a coach at UW, the recruiter coach, and he t- he told me he like, yeah, I got a coach that was going to Idaho, 
and then he connected me with four. He sent Coach Four my stats. Coach Four hit me up instantly. Coach Four has to go on the visit. Come on the visit. Came on the visit. Came out here. Liked it from here. Came out here. What's what's this first year and year or so been like for you? Then just adjusting to I mean, what do you think of life in Moscow? I mean, out here it's a small town. I'm used to a big, big. I mean, it's a small town. I'm used to a big city, but it's cool. Like it's college town for sure. Fun, fun. It's fun to be out here. And school-wise, engineering is that right? Is that what you're going to school for? Nah, I came my uh, degree to sports management. Okay, cool. What do you hope to do with that someday? Uh, I'll say if I don't make it to the if I don't make it to the I'll probably try to coach, coach or yeah, I'll say about coach. Totally. How about this upcoming week then? Uh, what, what do you guys think of this matchup with Nevada? I know that uh, Nevada's a, I mean, an FBS Mountain West squad, but also they've they've had their struggles. So, um, what, what do you guys think about this opportunity to go into Reno? I feel like it's an evenly matchup game. It's whoever whoever don't have the most mess ups and whoever don't have the most whoever got less penalties win this game. And whoever, yeah, I say whoever execute more. And just overall expectations for yourself and the Vandals this year? My expectation, my expectation for the team is to, to for everybody to do their job and then just trust the process, trust the coaches, and win games. Yeah, I love it. Anthony Woods here on the Big Sky Breakdowns, our Vandals Weekly, where we check in with all things University of Idaho each week at Skyline Sports. Anthony, we appreciate you joining us, man. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck on Saturday. Uh, thank you.